Welcome to The Breakfast Show. You're listening to Lawson and Mum. This beautiful morning. It is... Oh, I don't know what day it is. You're listening to this because it's a delayed broadcast introduction. Mm-hmm. We recorded this on Thursday the 20th of June. We're not sure when it is you're getting hold of this broadcast. But you are listening across the Faith FM network on 87.6, 87.8, 88FM. And Lawson here filling in for Lyle. That's what I do. <laughs> you don't sound too happy about it. Oh, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I'm having the best time. The, the Cheer up, frog. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? It's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a bit of a hectic day. Oh. Without without producer Shell and without Lyle, things are going a little bit apart at the seams. Like I forgot my hair brush, I forgot my hair dryer, I haven't brushed Like that's my the teeth. only thing that's been hectic. Like <laughs> you need to For really me, it's sense like really my bad. air quotes right here. Hectic. Nah. Because mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for caring about wow. my hair. <laughs> anyway, we have a wonderful show coming up for you today. Uh, discussing a little bit of vaccination. Oh, also yeah. gets a little bit controversial. Yeah. And yep. uh, we're sharing some good news about turtles. Oh, yes. Yeah. And even Lyle surprises us with a call in. Mm. And of course, he um, guesses the quiz on the first like clue. Straight away. Yeah. So naughty. Uh, actually, our quiz, our quiz did get stamped up this morning. Um, but we did start a second one that's still valid. It's still going. So if you know the second quiz, the what number am I quiz, you can feel free to call in and see if you can answer that one. Uh, Lawson. Mm hmm. Did you know the answer to the second? Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, you, before I even <laughs> finished giving the first clue, you come did on, you? That's right. Come on. You're really God. coming along, you are. Yeah. Come along, you are, young gun. I read the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> the Bible. Do you reckon you've read the whole Bible? Um, well, I was saying this morning that I'm reading through the Psalms. I think Psalms is maybe one of the last books of the Bible that I've... Okay, no. Yeah, no. so... So pretty much. By the way, yeah. what are you grateful for this morning? Oh, I'm super grateful. Um, um, I'm grateful... I'm grateful. I'm grateful for grapes. I just love grapes, and oh, they're really? really tasty. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of grape? What's the color? Uh, um. Oh, I love the black ones. Oh, well, you're wrong because the green ones are the best. And you're this green thing. Yeah, you mentioned I'm all about it. Green, like green apples, green grapes. I love eating fruit. You love sort of more sour stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, so I've just been smashing the fruit lately and overcoming health complications. Pretty grateful for that. Um, but yeah, you must be paying a mozza for them grapes because it's not grape season. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It's pretty sad. Yeah, it's pretty, get them imported from Peru or somewhere. Yeah. I'm really grateful for heaters. Yeah? I'll tell you what. Very grateful this morning for a heater. Oh, there was yeah, like frost frosty. all over the car. I had to like I had to shower the car before we left <laughs> so to melt all the frost. But hey, give us a call. Tell us what you're grateful for. We love hearing gratitude stories. Even if we don't always share them on air, um, it makes our day you know a bit more beautiful as well. So give us a call. Tell us what you're grateful for. Our number here is one eight hundred Faith FM, or you can text your gratitude stories to zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Stay tuned. Great show coming up now. This is Stones of Eden with Back This Way. Won't be long 
Breakfast show with Lawson yep. and Mon. We're going to have our first clue in a minute, but first of all, uh, welcome back to your own show, Lyle Southwell. Lyle, can you hear me? Uh, no, I guess I can't hear Lyle. Sorry, Lyle, can't hear you. Rip. Hang on, let's try this. Lyle, can you hear me? Yeah. How you doing, Lyle? Yeah, doing great, guys. Missing you guys. Missing all our listeners. But having a great time anyway. Wow, that's what we expected from Lysel. Uh, <laughs> that's what we, we expected from Lysel. a little bit south of Ningen. Trundling down the road. Where is Ningen? Ningen is in the bush. Um, it's west. The sun is just breaking the horizon. It's dead flat. There is white frost on the ground. There is mist amongst the trees up to about... Oh, just a thin layer of mist up to about six feet above the ground, and it's just amazing. Yeah. By the way, when you sent me your message and you said it's minus point, what is it? Minus five degrees where you are in the desert. You're going to have to learn the difference between desert and dessert because otherwise you're going to be cravings <laughs> for cake every morning. That's so funny. That makes me think of yeah, ice cream. Yeah. Well, I thought we were going to the desert, but it turns out it's not. No, we're not in the desert yet. So, how many hours did it take to get out where you are now? Well, you know, we were planning to leave yesterday at 5 o'clock in the morning. Um, I think we left at 1 o'clock and we made it about five minutes before we made our first stop. We stopped in we stopped in Greta for lunch, <laughs> which is like just around the corner from our house. Yeah, that's like nowhere. We were out the gate. So are you still in New South Wales? Yeah, we'll be in New South Wales until Sunday. Oh, fancy that. Have you done actually like any actual four-wheel driving yet? No, 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 no not even close. We'll be doing any four-wheel driving probably, oh, I don't know when, sometime next week or something or other. Um, but a lot of a lot of corrugations. We'll do a lot of corrugations before then, but we haven't even done any corrugations yet. 
I don't even know what a corrugation is, Lyle. But corrugations are like- just along that gravel road. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. A washboard surface. Okay, I want, like, next time you check in, I want to hear about all the animals you saw. I'm pretty determined that you should see a wild camel and an emu okay. and uh, a frill neck lizard. Yeah, yeah, I'm super keen to see both. Um, on Sabbath, we're in the Sturt National Park, and apparently there's lots of those um, spiky lizards and all kinds of stuff out there, so I hope to see some of those. Um, the wildlife has been incredibly sparse. Uh, I saw one red kangaroo this morning and one black kangaroo last night. That's all. Last time I came out here, we were seeing kangaroos every couple of kilometres, so the drought is obviously biting very hard. Did, did you take a camera? Uh, we just took our uh, phone cameras this time. We're travelling light. Okay, okay. I want pictures of everything, please. And put it up on, and, a, put and it up on our face of him. Just as I say that we haven't seen any kangaroos, we're just right now driving past a huge mob of grey kangaroos. <laughs> they heard you. They were like, what? What do you mean we're not here? We're right here. <laughs> we listen to Faith FM. <laughs> All right. Thanks, yep. for the update, Lyle. We'll check in with you as much as we can on your yeah, on your, no on your leave road I'll trip. I'll check in with you guys whenever I get a chance and let you know where we're at and what we're doing. Oh, hey, Lyle. Go, do you want to hear the first clue of the quiz? Sure. Hit me up. It's a what creature am I quiz, and the first clue is this. Daniel had a vision of four great beasts. The second beast looked like this creature with three ribs in its mouth. <laughs> you seriously think I'd get that one wrong? <laughs> yeah, I was just checking. Just checking. Yeah. I have that chapter of the Bible memorized. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I do. He's like, yeah, I know this. But... Okay, thanks, Lyle. Thanks, heaps for checking in. Have a great show, listeners. Love you guys. Love you too. Well, kind of. Anyway, hung up on him. <laughs> yes, Lawson also has the answer correct. Uh, Lawson, um, by the way, if you get yeah. out, not you, sorry. I just was, was going to refer to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, not okay. you, like actually yeah. you, just like you sitting there. Yeah, anyway, it. if you know the answer to the quiz, give us a call. Our number is 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. If you know what creature that is that Daniel saw in the, uh, the, second, the second beast in the Four Great Beasts sort of vision that Daniel had. Mm, yeah. Mm, you know a, who that is. Might be a good time to check out, yeah. It, yeah, Daniels. Yeah, Daniels. Have a look around. Have, a, have, have a bit of an you know, explore. Yeah, check out what's happening in that book. It's a really cool book. It is. Full of all kinds of, like, crazy imagery. Weird yeah. and wonderful things. Symbolism. Yeah, what's yeah. going on? Like, what's oh, some positively oh, different news oh, for today? Dude, I got some fabulous news. You know how we're all losing our minds about saving the turtles and not using straws, which mm. is totally something we need to be doing. So yes. get this, 17 years after being declared extinct in the wild, there's a turtle species that's being saved by caretakers of a Hindu temple. Bam, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So 17 years ago, the black soft shell turtle species, um, they actually were like, do you know what? They're extinct in the wild. And uh, the caretakers of the Hindu temple uh, in India, uh, in the north northeastern state of Assam, um, they were like, do you know what? We're going to do everything we can to stop this from, from actually like, you know, going completely extinct. And uh, it's the Hayagriva Madhav Temple. And they started nurturing just dozens of little turtles. They're tiny, like they fit in the palm of your hand. Um, just nurturing these little turtles in the ponds around like the, the it's like a centuries old temple. Mm. And uh, because they actually got depleted because of... um habitat loss and over-exploitation as a food source. Mm. And so inside of the temple, they're safe, right? 
And um, yeah, and they the, the the religious residents they say they feel have been called to protect this species. Um, I mean, they do believe in reincarnation, so they do think there's a reincarnation of the Hindu god Vishnu or something like that. But um, but they they also recognised the great need to not lose a species out of the out of the um ecosystem. Yeah, and uh, and you know, so they they decide to intervene and do what do whatever they can to save this species, and so. And they then decided to help breed the turtles by collecting newly laid eggs from the around the ponds and warming them in an incubator until they hatch. And uh, then they part. They got they got so big and so successful. They partnered with a conservation group, um, Good Earth, it's called, to officially launch like a turtle breeding program. And then they tr- tr- like to introduce the species back into the wild. And, uh, and as of January this year, the organisation has successfully released thirty five turtle hatchlings. Um, most of which were raised at the temple into the waters of a local wildlife sanctuary. Uh, so absolute milestone in our turtle conservation history, apparently. And, um, you know, it would never have happened without intervention. And it, it, like, this is great. Like, they're now, they're now expanding. So this coalition is now expanding to the breeding program to like 18 other temples around the area to use their ponds to, to save the turtles, basically. Dude, I want a turtle. <laughs> That's your takeaway. You yeah, want a pet I'm turtle? just like I just want a cute pet turtle that I can, you know. I'm actually hang not out into with. turtles. You don't like turtles? Nah. I don't like turtles when they try and bite you. Oh yeah, the snapping ones. That, that's like I so. Can take my your off. my auntie, my auntie has like two turtles, and it, they'd hang out in its fish tank thingy, and you put your finger in, and then they go from cute turtles to oh, just want to eat your finger. Yeah, yeah. To like, like rabid turtle. Wow, thank you. Like I thought this was. <laughs> I thought you know, we were friends. I thought we were friends. <laughs> I thought nope. we were gonna hang out. Oh, nope. no, nope, I just want to eat you. So. I mean, when I say I don't like turtles, I mean I don't. I don't like them. I like. I don't like the idea of a turtle as a pet. To me, pet is something that's supposed to be fluffy and soft and cuddly and, and adoring. Yeah. And turtles just don't fit that bill. Neither does any sort of reptile thing. Yeah. Yeah. You've changed my mind then. Yes. Yeah, I just want a little dog. Yeah, same, right? Same. <laughs> I just want to get a little P.S. dog. P.S. I said this. I think I'm pretty sure I said this on the very first show that I ever did on Faith FM. And I'm going to. It's still valid now, but I'm taking all puppy donations. <laughs> Amen. Just, oh, just let's please have a make it Faith a Faith hyper- FM dog. Yeah. <gasps> Faith FM mascot. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, you can like, run around and yeah. be cute and. Yeah. Nice, and yeah, and lift his leg on all the studio equipment. Our boss would love that. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> but if you are going to donate a puppy, which we really super appreciate, can you please make sure it's a hypoallergenic dog? Because I'm allergic, so it needs to be one of those non-shedding breeds. Which is why I don't have a dog Just because all those breeds are really expensive. Harden up. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I try to be hard, and then my eyeballs and my nose are like, "Nah, forget you," and they go on a run. <laughs> Rough gig. Yeah, no, rough gig indeed. But yeah, so this is really, really great news. Um, soft, black soft shell turtles, turtles, turtles. <laughs> black, <laughs> black soft shell tacos. <laughs> lost, no, you're not supposed to eat the turtles. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think it's great because we're the ones who ruined um, the turtle species by overpopulating, um, sorry, over, over exploitating them as a food source and mm. destroying their habitat. And I think it's good that we're trying, we're working really hard to reverse. I do think. It's our responsibility that if we've messed something up to try and fix it. Yeah. And uh, I think we need to um, – and I love that they've used, you know, the space of the temple to yeah. to regenerate the turtle. We need to look at the spaces that humans have now and see how we can use it to bring back new life. This is Robert Smith and Nikki Criswell with Across the Streets. From the heart of the Father 
comes the desire that all of the nations be saved from the lips of Messiah we have the promise behold I am with you always across the streets we will go we will go we will go to the people who have called this place their home Across the oceans we will fly, leaving worldly gain behind To hear the Savior's praise away across the globe We will go Welcome back to Faith FM. You're listening right across Australia in 87.6, 87.8 or 88 or on the internet, wherever you are. You are. We are so glad that you are joining us. It's currently 7.22 in the morning and we're continuing on with some more. 7.23. 7.23 in the morning. <laughs> but we're continuing on with some more news. But before that, we have another clue for the quiz. Yes, and diddly diddly die we do 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 do. Okay. Say. 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 Sorry. I'm really destroyed just just destroyed with myself. Really annoyed with myself because I um <laughs> I forgot my hairbrush. And my Where hairdryer. is my hairbrush? Oh, where is my hairbrush? Oh, where, oh, where, oh, where? Sorry, don't start that with us. 
and I'm trying Veggie to I'm trying to angle right I'm trying to angle the camera so you can't see how terrible my hair is on Instagram because we put all the quiz clues on Instagram mm. which includes my face and unfortunately my hair. Um, okay, so I've got it, I've got it now figured out the angle. Okay, bit bit close, but anyway. So what creature am I? I'll give the first clue again. Daniel had a vision of four great beasts. The second beast looked like this creature with three ribs in its mouth. Clue number two. Israel says the day will come when the wolf will live with the lamb and the cow will feed with this creature. Hmm. What critter be that? If you know who that is, give us a call 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669 and you will get a prize for free, which is... Take charge of your health by ailing Luddington and Hans Deal. Really yeah. incredible book. This book, like this book, would change your life. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Take charge of your health. Okay. And you know, I've um, I do work within the health sector, mm-hmm. outside of radio, mm-hmm. and uh, and I guess one of the most despairing things to see, well, not, not so much. One of the most sad things to do is how much despair people have with the lack of control they they feel over their own health. Like so many Definitely. people just just seem to think it's like it's luck. They don't know if their you know their numbers coming up or not. You know that's just how it is, and people don't realize you can totally take charge of your health. You can control your health like a million percent. You can guide that ship wherever you want it to go, uh, and this book will most certainly teach you how to do that. Mm. Uh, so take charge of your health. Aileen Lunnington, uh, Doctor Aileen Lunnington, and Doctor Hans Deal. Uh, the two of them wrote this book together, and just just in case you're like, hmm, Hans Deal, that sounds familiar. It's because he's the guy who started. Um, the CHIP program, oh, the coronary, coronary Health Improvement Program mm-hmm. that's like taking the world by storm. Millions of people worldwide have been helped by that program. And um, yeah, he's the founder of it. So, And it, you know, if, if you get this book, we're going to give it to you for free. It's going to be hands down the best deal you've oh, ever got. <laughs> such a lame part at this hour of the day. Let's, Give us a call. Tell me what critter that is. Let's get into some some other news. But I just uh, okay. I just want to tell a quick story before we 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 talk about some other stuff. Just about turtles and about eating turtles specifically, because you were talking about you know the, the consumption of turtles is what has led, uh, you know, has been a main factor to their extinction. And when I was ten years old, we were traveling through America, and we went down um, into Tennessee. Yeah. And we pulled over to a roadhouse there and it was really cool. They had like gator heads on the... No, 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 no. It wasn't Tennessee. We are in Louisiana. Okay. They had yeah. mm-hmm. gator heads on the on the walls and then they had these shells from giant snapping turtles. And it's like, they were like as big as like four dinner plates put together. Like these things were huge. And we we're like, oh, so you guys like hunt these things? And they're like... Oh, yeah, we used to hunt them for the meat because the meat was just so sweet. But then the feds came down and stopped us from eating them. And now now we can't do it no more because of the conservationists. And they're, like, so bummed because they can't eat turtles anymore. <laughs> Gross. Now I'm, just like, now I'm just like, good for you. Good for the feds. Government yeah. did something good. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Amen. There's some good news for you. Can't that is some fantastic news. Someone's fighting for the turtles, and thankfully it's the government, and unfortunately it's not the, the rednecks, but, you know, such is life. But I wanted to talk about something this morning. Go on. Um, I wanted to talk about a bit of a controversial topic, and this is something I've been spending my a little bit of time around, around. but I want to talk about vaccines. Yes. And, I, look, I'm not going to necessarily put the, ex- the vaccine argument out there, 
But I just want to read you uh, a story that was that was headlining this, this morning. Uh, uh, apparently, um, down in Sydney, in the Burwood family practice, um, 3,000 patients who went there to get vaccines um, ended up receiving vaccines that were stored improperly. And now they have to re-get their vaccines. So they're getting like two doses of vaccine because apparently, according to the New South Wales, um, you know, health, um, the vaccines included measles, mumps and rubella and, and, and flu formulas, which were not stored within national standards. Um, what, does that, that, what does that mean? They weren't kept in the fridge or like, yeah, yeah, they did it render them useless? Yeah, now? apparently they weren't like refrigerated properly or something. So according to them, they're like, oh, yep, like just, just can't use them like. Unfortunately, you've been vaccinated with this, but I guess you're just going to have to get it again because it doesn't, like, count that you got them because they were stored improperly. That, that's kind of confusing, to be that honest. That is super confusing. Yeah, like, once... I mean, once it's inside your body, does that mean it's been stored properly? Like, does it... Yeah, does when it does it stop being Yeah, useful? stored properly yeah. and can, can be, um, start being useless once it's inside your body. It doesn't make any sense. And I think it's, These poor people, like... Does double a bunch of poison going in your system? Because even though you know, like I'm, I'm all for getting you know stuff vaccinated and whatnot. Mm. Well, some of it, let me just say, but um, double, double that. That's, that's double dosage. Double dosage. Yeah. So just, they, these guys just like, oh, yep, you're gonna have to get another dose of vaccine, and and now sort of when the the current argument against vaccines is you know all the. The, like there are some people who sort of outright say, "Oh, putting you're putting poison in your body with these diseases," and but we know that vaccine theory works. Yeah, absolutely. We have, but but then on top of that, people say, "Oh, but what about the heavy metals that that are used to to store the the certain vaccines?" And having too high a dosage of that can can really can really hurt you. Um, and I can actually kind of personally attest to like when I received my yellow fever vaccine, like I did not feel good. For like, and but that was probably just because my body was fighting yellow fever. But it's just like you, that makes sense. Like, hey, you're putting heavy metals in your body. It's kind of like an unnecessary, like like it's a necessary evil, and it's unfortunate yeah. that you have to do it. But, but <coughs> it's like it's like pick it's like one of the, one of the two evils. Pick the lesser evil because you can't yeah. get away with neither because it's a sin, sinful world. Yeah, but it's like but then on top of it, it's like oh well, now you have to put double the dosage of heavy metals and of all these terrible things. I wonder if these people have to leave a, a specific amount of time in mm. between the first load and the second load. Because when I had to do, get my shots to go to Africa, I took it like three four visits. Because I had, I had like, I don't know, seven different vaccines. Yeah. I was like full of juice. I didn't. I had you, one vaccine. I had the necessary vaccine. You had yellow fever and that was and it. Then, then that was and then that, that, that made you a bit sick. And now I'm like actually kind of like worried because I haven't been feeling very well since Africa. But anyway. I think that was more because you were like chowing down on goat and weird stuff over in Africa. Yeah. I told you when we were in Africa, I was like, dude, you got to stop eating that weird stuff. And you no, were like, oh, it's but, fine. No, but, I'm being hospitable. But the I'm reason like, is because like, like what else was I going to eat? Salad and like yeah, die? Yeah. Everybody else on that trip, Lawson, survived on eating pizza and salad and fruit and, and oatmeal and porridge. You're the only one of them who was like, no, I can't survive on that, and went out and ate a goat, and now you're still sick. P.S. Did you take a goat. worming tablet when you got home? No. You need to. No, I've actually... No, been you doing, need no, no, to. No, 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 hear me out. I've been doing samples at the doctors and stuff, so pray for that, please. Um, Go to the chemist and get some worming tablets. I think the most funny thing about vaccines, so yesterday and today, 
Well, yesterday, I took my friend. Um, my friend's going to the Philippines. She's going over there to preach. Shout out, Jasmine. And she had to go and get, you know, a, 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 and some amount of vaccines to, to head over there. Um, and, you know, ended up being like hepatitis A and typhoid. And so we go, and but she asked me to come with her and drive her there and, and then, because we work together, and then take her to work afterwards because when she sees blood or gets needles or whatever, she just passes out. Oh, poor She's thing. like one of those. And so she's like, oh, Lawson, please help me out. So I was like, mm-hmm. all good. Pick her up and go to get the vaccines. And they're like, oh, you have to go to the chemist and go and get the vaccine and then come back. And I was like, wow, that's so dumb. So went to the chemist, picked up the vaccine, come back, and they're getting ready to give her the vaccine. And they're like, oh, yeah, it was just hepatitis A, right? And she's like, no, it was supposed to be a mixture of hepatitis A and typhoid. typhoid. And they were like, oh, what? So the chemist gave her the wrong vaccine. Then we went back to the chemist, and then the chemist was like, oh, actually, we don't have both of them together here right now, so you're going to have to come back tomorrow. Oh, no. And it was just, like, so silly and awkward. And it was just like... Well, like, okay. So now we're doing it today as well. But yeah, vaccine blunders, bro. I'm, ent- how it goes. I'm entertained by the thought of you catching some fainting damsel and you being like the hero, Lawson. <laughs> wow, <Thank> okay. <laughs> this is Jaden Lavey with Come Now Found. Come Now Found. Every blessing to my heart to sing my praise. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious song. By thy great help I've come And I hope by thy good pleasure Safely to arrive at home Cause Jesus saw me when a stranger Wandering from the fall of God He to rescue me from danger Interposed his precious blood Like a feather by my wandering heart to I'm prone to wander, Lord, I feel Prone to leave the God I love Here's my heart, Lord, take and seal it Seal it for 
Welcoming you back to the breakfast show this morning yep. with Mont and Lawson. Lawson, I'm going to give you another clue oh, yes. for our quiz. Yes. So what creature am I? Clue number three. Amos says the day of the Lord will be like a man who fled a lion only to meet up with this creature. Monica. It's <laughs> <laughs> it is not a Monica. Um, yeah, but it is something a little bit dangerous and scary. Like, potentially, potentially. Give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, if you know the number. It's 1-800-324-843. Or you can text your answer, 0491 Get a copy of Take Charge of Your Health by Aileen Luddington and Dr. Hans Deal as your prize, if you can tell me what creature that is. Welcoming to the show this morning, uh, another doctor, Dr. Sven Ostring. How are you, doctor? Very good, Mon. How are you? I am good as gold. So good to have you back on the show. We often have Sven on the show. It's really great because mm. he's full of good knowledge we love to extract it with any means, purpose, and necessary that we have. Um, how are you feeling this morning, Doctor? A bit nervous? No, I'm, I'm doing well. I, I'm doing really well. I just had a really good uh, time just reading from the book of Philippians. So, oh, nice. Uh, oh. Focusing on um, uh, our relationship with Jesus and how we yeah. can... You know, just really grown him. So that was really, really amazing. Which so, chapter? Yeah, I'm feeling fantastic. Philippians is a great book. Which chapter? Which mm. chapter? Chapter 4, verse 11. No, no, I, chapter I 3. Seen. Chapter 3. So I Ooh. count everything a loss except for growing in um, my relationship with Jesus. Well, that was what Paul was saying. Yeah. And I was thinking, yep, that's that's what I want for me as well. Yeah, praise so, the Lord. That's mm. awesome. Well, we are going to do, do doing an interview with you today, um, Sven. I hope you don't mind. But we've got a big curly question for you. Question is, how old is the Earth? There seems to be a lot well, of different answers to this. There is a lot of different answers to that. And it's, it's a really, really important question. Um, the thing is that uh, the age of the Earth is, is something which really fascinates us. I mean, it's a bit like sort of, uh, you know, you're, you're living in your dream home or maybe your really old home. And um, you're thinking to yourself, you know, I wonder, I wonder how old my own home is. And so that's exactly the same thing with our Earth, because we, you know, this is our home sort of collectively, uh, both as a human race, um, as well as with all of the animals, the giraffes and the lions, and the uh, the bears and the tigers and the cats and all that kind of stuff. And so what we really want to know is, is how old has this Earth uh, been around for. Now, it's interesting to, to, um, recognize that, uh, for a long time down through, um, the centuries, there was a quite a common idea that the, the earth, um, particularly in kind of Europe and, and um, uh, the West, that the earth had been about, um, 6,000 years. And so that was, um, uh, just had been calculated from from the Bible, from the genealogies and all that kind of stuff. So for a long time, people really uh, thought, yeah, this is this is a young young place we're living on. This is a, a really young home. So I mean, it's quite amazing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, for sure. But what happened in the uh, the 17th century, maybe a little bit earlier as well, is that um, there were geologists who said, hang on a minute, why don't we, instead of just going to the Bible, 
why don't we get out there and and have a look at the earth which i mean it's a very good thing to do it's um you know to to look at the evidence to to reflect on the evidence and all that kind of stuff um the problem was that there was a a guy called charles lyle uh not lyle southwell uh, but (laughs) um, uh another another dude called uh, charles lyle and um he said I want to actually um, pull people away from uh, the dependence on Moses. Um, so uh, their their reliance on Genesis, Exodus, and all the way through to Deuteronomy, and just to look at at the earth. And what they did was they started to look particularly at the layers. So if you've ever gone to a geological site, you would see all the different um, layers going down through the um, geological kind of column, so to speak. And um, they said, <clears throat> they said to themselves, why don't we, why don't we start to count? <clears throat> excuse me, why don't we start to count how many layers there are? And what they found was that there were literally thousands of layers going down uh, through um, the these um, geological sites, and they sort of thought to themselves, hmm, I wonder what that means. And um, so they, they counted the layers. They thought, okay, well, every layer has been laid down pretty much once a year kind of thing. Um, and um, they did all the calculations. And they, they initially what they, they thought was that the Earth was about 75,000 years old. So that's like a whole 10 times what they were originally thinking in terms of 6,000 years. So it's starting to get a bit older. And um, then um, in the process, um, they thought, well, let's not just count layers. Let's try and model the Earth. Uh, let's, let's um, uh, you know, what if we were to think of the Earth as a big metal ball and um, that we think it started off as a really hot, a molten ball and it slowly cooled down. And um, from that, they 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 did all the calculations, they did the modelling, and they started to come out with millions of years and, and tens of millions of years um, and billions of years. So it started to the age of the Earth, our planet home, started to grow really, really uh, fast in terms of over the last two hundred years, which is kind of it's kind of interesting, uh, but it's kind of challenging as as well uh so does all of that kind of make sense yeah yeah, yeah. i was thinking when you talk about that, that hot the hot metal ball it was reminding me of that other theory that scientists um cooked up a while ago about the baked apple theory have you heard that one where they say that you know the surface of the earth is a result of you know, kind of the same way you'd bake an apple and yes, uh, yeah yes. yeah definitely There's, they seem to i don't, I don't know I ha- i'm a little bit um Cynical about all these different theories they come up with because they seem to be changing their tune so often. It's like, well, how can you really even know what you're talking yes. about? You can't even decide for yourself. But yeah, yes. but, yeah, it's interesting. Do, you know what? Yes. What methods are you aware of that are like actually that actually work for for, yes. for dating? Yes. So so then um, then they came to. Um, the next kind of phase was you had Lord Kelvin and he believed that our planet was between, uh, 10, um, to 200 million years old. And, and then finally there was a guy called Claire Patterson in the middle of last cent- uh, century. And what he did is they started to move to another way of measuring the, the, uh, the planets and the rocks. 
and that was radiometric dating. Um, so uh, what they do with radiometric dating is that they take um, samples of the rocks and they start to calculate how many um, of the rocks are decaying. So um, one form of lead, a radiometric form of, uh, sorry, uranium, and then it moves down to, to lead. So it actually transforms over time. So what they do is they calculate it, then they, they assume that originally the rocks had uh, didn't have any lead coming from um, uranium. And then that's when they start to get um, up to the 4.54 billion years. And what Patterson did is he measured a meteorite because one of the things with the Earth is that the Earth is just a kind of like real mixture of all sorts of things. Think of it like a tiramisu um, or a trifle. And um, and it's kind of it's yeah kind of makes you hungry, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Between Lyle yeah. being out in the desert and you talking about tiramisu and trifle, this is a, turning into a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of yes. a hungry show. Yes, yes. So so what what um, so it's a bit hard with the earth so kind of mixed up in all these different layers. So what they did is they said we will um, we will measure the um, the meteorite. Uh, Diablo meteorite, and they got a measurement of 4.54 billion years, which sounds incredible. You know, this this planet, according to science, is um, f- uh, billions of of years old. Just just you know, kind of incredible kind of numbers. So that that's the um, the calculations of um, the the geologists. That's the geological um, dating methods. Now. One of the things, one of the challenges with Patterson is this, is that if you had a house and you had a classic car in it, which um, dated from the 1920s, is it reasonable to say, okay, well, since you've got a car that crashed into your house, which is from the 1920s, does that mean that your house is uh, was built in the 1920s? No, not at all. No, no. So the the meteorite could be like, um, older, for example, I'm, I'm not saying it necessarily is, but it could be older, but our planet could be young and the, the meteorite just simply crashed into the earth. That's a really so that's a, mm, so it's a really important thing. So, so that, that's where the, um, that's where the geo, standard geological, uh, dating methods have gone. Now, one of the things you have to keep in mind is there was a reason why the geologists wanted to get longer ages and, um, just putting it out there, can you can you think of why they would want really long ages for the Earth? Any any thoughts? Yeah, yeah I think I got one because that way mm. that way their the theory of evolution can have something to work with. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So they they they're looking for for older and older dates to to give as much time for the theory of evolution to work. So, so that's a really important thing to, to keep in mind. And so what happens is that they, um, uh, geologists actually will ignore evidence which will show that the earth is much younger than that or that there's, um, conflicting kind of ways of measuring the, the age of the earth. So let me, let me give you, um, an example. One of them is, um, the uh, the moon is actually moving away from the Earth, <clears throat> so it's slowly slowly moving away. Really? So unfortunately, our little satellites um, heading out into space. Um, so, but if you start to move it back in time, what you find is 
that it's only been um, a few thousand years um, and then the earth would have actually been right bang smack uh, with the earth. It would have mm. been, you know, kind of thing. So yeah. that that's evidence or conflicting evidence, shall I say, that actually points to the fact that the, the earth is young. Um, there's another thing as well is that the um, the seas are getting saltier and saltier as well. And um, and so uh, if, you know, if the earth um, was billions of years old, then the sea would be um, like hugely more salty than it is. Mm. So so once again, that <clears throat> points to the fact that the earth um, – those dating models don't necessarily point all the way to those uh, those billions of, of years, and um, then there's there's um, other uh, another really interesting idea as well, um, which is the magnetic field around the Earth. So, so um, what we've got, our Earth is like a magnet, and it's got mm-hmm. those big magnetic fields. Uh, which um, uh, come around from the the North Pole, go around to the South, that kind of idea. And um, um, there's the the magnetic field, the strength of that magnetic field is actually decaying um, over over time, which is really quite interesting Mm -hmm. uh, because the magnetic field protects us uh, from all of the uh, – some of the radiation, the the really harmful radiation from, from the sun. So it's it's pretty um, it's cool that we've got a magnetic field. Uh, it's not so good that we uh, the magnetic field is dying yeah. uh, or decaying. But if you go back in time, the the field would have been getting stronger and stronger, um, more and more powerful. To the point, if you only go back a few thousand years, in the order of about ten thousand years or so, it would have been so strong that it would have melted the Earth. Um, yeah. And that's pretty incredible, isn't it? Mm. It's just mind-blowing. Like This is all just like mm. blowing my mind, which often happens when you're on the phone with us, uh, Dr. Smith. <laughs> um, mm. You've only got about uh, like a minute left. Um, mm. Do you want to maybe share with us oh, – I don't know. There's, there's so many questions I have right now. I, I, I guess I just want like some sort of like a hope for the people who are listening that there is still sound signs out there. Because it can, it, like, if you think of it, you know, all is the one big package deal about what's going on in the world today and science, it just can be so confusing and a little bit overwhelming yes. and a little bit faith yes. attacking. Yes. What I would say is this, is that um, the key thing is that Jesus said um, when he was praying to God just before the cross, he said, sanctify them by, the, by your truth. Your word is truth. And what he was saying is, uh, that the Bible is true. I mean, science, uh, when you look at it, has over the last 200 years has changed from our Earth being 75,000 years to 4.54 billion years based on the meteorite that crashed into our Earth. And um, um, that's a huge, huge change. Whereas if we go back to the Bible, and I've done the Bible studies, is that the, the Bible points towards the fact that the Earth is young, that we have only... Uh, been here for about 6,000 years and our planet as well, and that Jesus is coming back to create a new earth, and he's going to do that miraculously, and he's going to do that soon. And I just want to encourage um, both of you, uh, Lawson and Mon, and all of our listeners, um, just put your faith in the Bible mm. um, and just study it, because that's what I've done. I 
you know, I've just really gone back to it and I've gone, yes, I can really trust the Bible. I, I know what the Bible is true, not only for our salvation, um, but also talking about, you know, the creation of this earth, the creation of life as well. And so that's what I'd like to encourage you. Um, hopefully that's, yeah, just a really positive Amen. message for the morning. Yeah, wrapped it up perfectly, Dr. Sven. Mm. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Faith FM. Truth is harder than a lie The dark seems safer than the light And everyone has a heart that loves to hide I'm a mess and so are you We've built walls nobody can get through Yeah, it may be hard but the best thing we could ever do, ever do, bring it Listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Are you constantly amazed by the wonders of creation? 
Do you find the science behind all living things fascinating? Then you need to be at the 2019 Faith and Science Conference. 13 top-level scientists and professors from around the world will be presenting on the most astounding discoveries, completely refuting the theory of evolution. July 16 to 19 at Avondale College in Coorenbong, New South Wales. For details, call us now on Shine through the 